uh, this is probably about like two, maybe three years in the future. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I'm just telling you what happens. You're not doing great. All right. Okay. That's to be expected. You've, you've sort of quit comedy. Okay. Um, and, uh, why? Well, so your girlfriend died and you kind of haven't really been able to get on stage just cause it's kind of, it's got, it's weighing you down. I imagine it would. Yeah. So as it always does. Yeah. You're still kind of dealing with the consequences. Cause, uh, what happened was, uh, one day you like saw some, uh, no, you heard a radio commercial Yeah, for like a new, one of those indoor skydiving facilities was opening up in Austin. Oh yeah. You really wanted to go. I don't. Well, in this scenario you did, you were like, really, you're like, this sounds so cool. Um, you know, they like lift you, they've got this huge fan just like blows you up. Right. And you're, you're in the suit and everything. And it's like, it's like a third of the price of actually going skydiving. So you're like, you know, close enough. I want to do this. Ooh, man. And it's uh, not me at all. Well, you just kind of, you kind of want, wanted to make some changes. You're kind of in a rut and you're like, you know, I just want to try new experiences. So you decided to do this. So okay. you, you bought you and your girlfriend a ticket uh, to do this. And does she want to do it? No, not really. She doesn't oh, really man. want to do it. Um, I also don't think I drag her to do that. Well, she's not. She, it's not like she really doesn't want to do it. She's just like, that's weird. You never really wanted to do this this kind of thing before. It was kind of out of character. Okay. And uh, and you're like, no, I really want to do this. Uh, I bought you a ticket. Let's go. Uh, we're going tomorrow. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so... You guys went the next day. You like couldn't sleep. You were so excited. And um, you, for some reason, you didn't want to do a tandem one. You wanted to go first and just by yourself, and then she would go. Um, Why am I always a terrible boyfriend? I don't know, man. Like, these, like I don't know, because you seem like a nice guy, but I don't know. But I'm just telling you how how, how this happened. Um, but anyway, so you know, you took your turn. You had you had a blast. You were like so happy. You like high fived your girlfriend, and she kind of like didn't want to go for it, but she did it anyway because she saw how happy you were. Ugh. And then, um, so you get out, and then she goes in, and then the fan starts, and she's like, you know, hovering, and she kind of starts having a good time too. Actually, you kind of see a smile kind of creep on her face, and then you notice that your shoes untied, so you bent down to uh, <sighs> to tie it, and your butt hit the lever. No, and the lever is like what controls the fan. And it has two settings, and you set it from, uh, you set it from blow to suck. That's what the, that's what the setting. Why would they ever need a suck setting? Well, I don't know. It, it just had. Where's a suck it sucking? Setting. Well, so what happens? What happened was the fan reversed, and so it sucked your girlfriend in, and then you just see this mist. It's like a cloud of. God of damn blood. it! Yeah, you didn't know. You you it was it happened like that. You bent down. You tied your shoe. She didn't have a she didn't have a second to scream. It was so fast because that fan is so powerful. Because you set it from blow to suck, and then when you got back up, you saw like everyone was like screaming, you know. <laughs> and you're like, "Where's my girlfriend?" And she was gone, dude. God damn it! Yeah, so you're kind of dealing with that. <laughs> You're still working at your job. Um, you kind of do comedy like every once in a while, but like you kind of choke up halfway through and you can't really get through a set, so you kind of stop. That makes sense. Yeah. 
the only thing that kind of gets you through it is um, you're like a really good cook, right? I'm a I'm a good cook. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of put your energy into that. Oh no. Like not not consciously, but you're just like you know this is this thing I'm good at, and you get better and better and better. You're just like making, trying out new recipes, all this stuff. Uh, you're getting really good, and uh, there's kind of a it comes to a point where you're kind of getting a little better, right? You're not ready to get back on stage yet, but you're in a nice place. Yeah. You're kind of having a bit more of a social life. You're inviting friends over for this dinner for dinner parties. You have like this weekly dinner party thing that you kind of set up. Okay. You make like a new dish. You're always the cook and you fucking knock it out of the park. Your yeah. friends are like really happy. They're like, okay, this is good for him. Yeah. And this food is amazing. Like you're actually legitimately good. We're not just being nice, you know? Yeah. So you're kind of like working your way back up. Um, and you're about to prepare for one of these dinner parties that you're throwing. What do uh, you make? I don't know. Whatever. Something special you've never made before. Do you have anything in mind? Oh, no. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Let's say you make like a London broil or something like that. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, you've never made it before? No. You know what? Better? Uh, lobster thermidor. Have you made lobster thermidor before? No. Okay. Uh, you decide that you want to make it. You've never made it before. It's a really like challenging dish to make. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to try it. Okay. So you're getting all the like ingredients, whatever yeah. you're shopping. You come back. Um, you get home. You're putting the groceries away. And uh, all of a sudden, your you're like pocket, like your leg right around your pocket gets really, really cold. Oh. And so you reach in. And the change from the purchase. Yeah. And you see a quarter on there. Yeah. This one quarter is like super, super cold. Man. Standard and, U.S. quarter? Yeah, yeah. Well, on one side, it's um, it's like a, it's an older quarter, like pre-state quarter. It's like an eagle. Yeah, yeah. And you flip it over. And it's uh, George Washington. Right? Yeah. But he has a scarf. What? And he's going, he's like burring at you. Like it's actively doing that? Yeah, yeah. It's like shivering. It looks like it's shivering. What the fuck? Um, but it's stoically, you know? Yeah. Because he's George fucking Washington. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he looks he looks at you. And then he like shakes his head like this. Kind of like a warning. Oh, God damn it. And then the quarter warms back up to like room temperature. Yeah. And uh, like in a blink of an eye, his like scarf is gone. It's just a normal quarter. All right. What do you do? I don't know. You don't know? I have no fucking idea. I dropped that change somewhere. Okay. I got a thing that used to be a pickle jar that I put change in now. I'd probably go in there. Okay. But you don't like, how long do you think about it? Like, do you think you hallucinate it or what? Yeah. I have to, yeah. I am terrified. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> so you put away the groceries. You know, you go to sleep. The uh, party's the next day, right? Um, you wake up, and uh, you're like making your coffee. You're kind of going through your day, and you hear a. a I, don't, I don't drink coffee. Oh, sorry. Well, whatever. So the coffee pot disappears. <laughs> okay. And um, <laughs> you're just kind of making your breakfast, whatever your morning routine is, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then for some reason. You don't know why you notice this because this this is not really out of the ordinary or anything like that. Yeah. But like your your air conditioning kicks in. You just hear the noise. Okay. Like it's just it happens so many times that you don't think about it, but this time for some reason it caught your attention that it did that. Yeah. And then right at that moment, uh your doorbell rings. I'm usually pretty aware of the air conditioner noise, but I give you okay. what you're saying. Yeah. It's I'll, like you make note of it this time. Yeah. I'd look through the people. 
Okay. Um, and then you see that it's uh, snowing outside. I would open the door. Okay. And then when you open the door, um, it's like normal. It's just like a nice day, like it is now. But there's a guy there. Uh, he's totally bald. The fuck? And uh, he looks like really serious. And he's got a suit that it looks God like. God damn it. It looks like a razor blade from the future, basically. Like, that's how sharp he looks. All right. And uh, and he smiles, and he's got these really kind of crazy shark teeth. Yeah. Um, and he goes, hi there. My name is Icebones Jones. I'm the director of communications from the Lanlex Corporation. Can I have a moment of your time, Aaron? Yeah, what do you want? I'm standing in the doorway. I'm not letting him into my home. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I don't want You can talk on the porch. That's all right. Um, just wanted to offer you a... Uh, a career opportunity uh, by the Landlax Corporation. This is a real weird way to recruit somebody. Uh, I understand that. I'm sorry you about that. Send me an email. You call me. Not an email. We're a phone guy. Okay, you're on LinkedIn. And he just stares at you. What the fuck? What do you want from me? What do you want? I'm, He's like, are you interested in hearing what the career opportunity what, is? What is it? I'm, I'm in the middle of something. Um, what are you doing? I'm making breakfast. Oh, yeah? What are you going to make? I don't know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I got people coming over later. Yeah, we've heard about these guys together, Aaron. They're becoming the talk of the town. God damn it. We want to offer you this chance to improve your skills, enhance them even, to become one of the top chefs in the entire world. We want to send you to a new culinary institute that we're starting. Yeah. Uh, in Lyon, France. Okay. All right, so the three-year program. Okay. All right. You take everything's taken care of, right? Full ride. Uh, you got a, a slight stipend. It's not much. It's like maybe like I guess twenty thousand a year. Enough to like live on. Enough, enough to live to school, on. Right? And that's it. But you're going to school. Yeah. You're room and board, so you're not paying rent. All right. What do you think? You interested? Uh, if I'm like at that point in my life, then yeah, I probably am interested. That sounds better than anything else I could possibly have going on if I have quick comedy at that point. Okay, cool. Um, so he goes, he extends a hand. Oh, fuck. And uh, he says, yeah, let's seal the deal right now. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, give you the paperwork. I don't want to seal the deal right now. I got to talk to some people in my life before I commit to three years in France. Mm-hmm. Maybe call my mom. Maybe maybe think about it for more than goes, five right, seconds. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll send you... Um, I'll hand deliver because I don't do email. I'll come back tomorrow with all the paperwork. You can look through the brochures and stuff. Yeah. All right. Free ride. Remember? Sound good? Tomorrow I have 24 hours have 24 to make this hours. gigantic life decision? Yeah. I don't think I could do that that fast. How long I, would it take? I don't know. I mean, I have a lease that I have to worry about. Uh, it's taken care of already. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, if I renew my lease, I got to be here till that lease is out. I can't break a lease. No, we already talked to your landlord, and it's fine. I need to, I need to get that information from them. No okay. offense. So, at that moment, uh, a pigeon arrives carrying a letter. What the fuck? It's from your, it's from your landlord. Do you open it? How do, Does it say landlord on it? What the fuck? It's, no, it's all official. Like, the, there's the address, and then there's your address. It's delivered by this pigeon. I, wouldn't, I don't think I would just take a pigeon's letter... 
knowing that there's like some sort of magical person in my door. I'd want to speak to my landlord. Okay, at that moment, your phone rings. God damn it. Do you answer it? No, because I'm in the middle of a conversation with Mr. Jones. Okay. And Mr. Jones goes, you should probably answer that. God damn it. So I answer it. Mm-hmm. It's I your answer. landlord. He goes, did you get my letter? Uh, I didn't I didn't trust it because it came from a pigeon. Oh, there. no, it's cool. That's Larry. He was a nice bird. I didn't I didn't read it. The bird the the pigeon lands like on the floor and then he like his wing he grabs the letter like it has a thumb all of a sudden and he just hands it to you. He's like all right, I take it I take it from Larry like a human. God damn it. I take the letter. Okay, you open it? Yeah. It just says don't worry about the lease. That doesn't seem very official, you know? And then Larry on the, or uh, I mean, your landlord on the phone goes, yeah, yeah, don't worry about the lease. Yeah, that still doesn't seem very official. I feel like I'm going to get fucked on this lease situation. And then while you're, while you're talking on the phone, you, it buzzes and you get a notification. It's an email and it's a, you open it. It's a perfect, like, like contract that says, or whatever, like legal thing that says, right. this is totally fine. Notarized and everything. I'd have to talk to my mom about it. Okay. I'd have to talk to my mom about it before I did anything. How long do you think that would take? I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'm i probably going to want like a week or so to think about it. That's a gigantic life change. Yeah. So Ice Bones Jones goes, that's cool. I'll wait. And he just kind of leans against the side no, of your get porch. Get out of here, dude. Give me some time and space. Don't just hang out on my fucking porch okay, so like he, an asshole. He walks to like the exact legal limit of your property and he stands right outside of You're it. You're not helping your case. This is weird. I want to like, I want to detach from this idea. So that's what you're saying to him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he doesn't leave. He pretends he Please can't. Please just don't stand he at the edge he can't, of my property. He can't hear you, and he puts uh, headphones in. I would walk up to him and say, please don't. This is makes this is very unsettling. This doesn't make me feel good about this situation. So Ice Bones Jones goes, all right, that's fair. And then he- uh, Can you just come back in a week? He Yeah. And so he goes, yeah, that's fine. And then uh, all of a sudden, it gets really, really cold for like a second, and you see- like an ice trail kind of like manifest like in some direction off to like where you can't see. Like silver surfer and shit? Yeah, and then he just slides away. And it goes back to normal. I don't know what the fuck I'd do, Ben. I would call my mom and tell her that this weird man who makes an ice road just offered me a full ride scholarship to a fucking culinary institute in France. And your mom goes, <gasps> Licks! What it's called licks? Yeah, licks. Yeah, I read about it on Bravo. Or I watched I saw a show about oh, it on God Bravo. It. Your mom knows about it. It's it's this new thing, basically. Everyone's really excited about this culinary school. Um, like fucking Bourdain's talking it up, uh Gordon Ramsay's talking it up. Then yeah, I guess I go. Yeah. I tell my mom, Hey, it's three years, I'll see ya. And she's like kinda you can hear her kinda clap on the phone. She's like, I'm so proud I'm sending my son to Licks. What is that what the fuck does that mean? Oh sorry. I'm sending my son. The Lanolax Institute of Culinary Studies. Yeah, but I'm sending my son. Yeah, like, you know, she, she's really proud of you because it's like a prestigious institution. Yeah, but when you say she's sending me, that makes it seem like she's done something to help get me in. Oh, no, she this. she meant it more like, you know, I'm sending my kid off to college. Like, she's not. But she didn't have to do anything to make this happen. No, no, she didn't okay. do anything. Yeah, then I guess I fucking go. I spent three years in France. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, you... Uh, get an email kind of showing you like all it's got all a whole packet basically it's like you know all the info right. brochure it's in Lyon France 
so it's like really nice. You're going to learn like all these like French techniques, Japanese techniques, um, yeah. all this really cool shit. And uh, in the email, it says, you know, we're picking you up tomorrow. So, you know, be ready with all your yeah. stuff. Um, and uh, so what do you, I have to bring? Oh, just, you know, whatever clothes. Um, basically, well, I guess all of your clothes and all of the stuff you'll need for like three years. So like, what do I do with all the rest of my shit? I have um, like a day to get rid of everything? No, no, no. They'll take it and put it in a like a storage facility for you. Okay. I do it. You do it. Okay. So the next day you wake up and you're kind of just getting ready. Yeah. You, have, you and your bags are like hanging out outside and this uh, helicopter comes like right in the middle of the street. All right. And, um, you know, you, you didn't know you were coming in a helicopter. So like, what do you do? I just shrug my shoulders and I just go with it. Okay, cool. I had no idea. This is cool as shit. So the pilot is like kind of extends a hand because you need to kind of like, yeah. you know, get a boost up there. And she goes, uh, hey, uh, my name's Sprinkles O'Hooligan. I'm going to be giving you a what? ride. Sprinkles O'Hooligan. Oh, God. She's giving you a ride to Lex. All right, man. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe it takes a different kind of person to fly a helicopter. You know? <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, maybe it's one of those jobs where just like it attracts a certain type of person. What do you mean? She's a because she's a woman. No, like sprinkles a hooligan or whatever. Hooligan. Hooligan. That sounds like a made up name. <laughs> do you say that to her? No, I don't say that to her. I'm a nice person. Okay, yeah, that, I she'd think be pretty offended. Head, probably. I think, I think her name's probably like Jennifer Williams or whatever, and then she fucking changed her name one day. So sort of like with cabs, you see like this official like U.S. Yeah. Air Force like official like military yeah. identification. Yeah. And it says sprinkles a hula. Yeah, I bet she got it changed as soon as she turned 18. Fuck you, mom and dad. Okay. I bet she did it. So you think that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so you take that helicopter to France. Um, Wait, we go to France within the helicopter? Yeah, yeah, in the helicopter. <sighs> All right. Yeah, it takes like a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we so, couldn't have just flown to an airport? No. No, you're just taking the helicopter. And so you get there. Uh, you kind of get settled in, right? And uh, there's this... Um, so you get these, like, kind of... You bunk with someone. And your bunkmate is this guy... Nope. What? No, go ahead. So it's it's this guy who you remember from your past. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. He's like this guy who used to bully you all the time. Yeah? Um, What's his name? Bradley Stevenson Jones. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he... <laughs> You open the door and he's like already kind of like pa- like packing his stuff in, like God, moving damn. in. And then you go, "Hey, don't you, don't I know you from somewhere?" And then he just spits in your face. God damn it, the hyphen. <laughs> Bradley Stevenson <laughs> Jones, dude. <laughs> he's your roommate. This fucking sucks. <laughs> just gotta hunker down and put in my three years, I guess, while I get tormented by the hyphen every day. <laughs> this is awful. Okay, so. I appeal to somebody and say, hey, can I get a new roommate? The one I have just spit in my fucking face. <laughs> Isn't that grounds for either A, getting him the fuck out of here, or at least getting me a new roommate? And they go, they go, sorry, we can't move him anywhere right now. Um, what another, the fuck out of here? You spit in my goddamn when, mouth. <laughs> when another room opens up, we'll, we'll see what we can do and maybe try to move you. Well, my, he's going to spit in my face every day. 
So what do you want me to do when he continues to spit in my face? What do you do the next time he spits in your face? I fucking tell the other people again. I'm not going to fight this guy. He's going to kick my ass. Okay. Why the fuck am I going to fight him? I'm going to use all the cowardly tools I have at my disposal to get rid of him first. All right. Well, I'm telling everybody. I'm a tattletale. I'll snitch. All right. Well, they, I mean, so they can't do anything. They, they can't can move kick him yet. out. Why the fuck is he still in school if he spit in my fucking face every day? Well, hold on. <laughs> so you have to go for orientation, right? So you're just like, fuck this. This isn't even orientation. He's already spitting in my face. No, he haven't had orientation yet. Do you go to your orient- orientation at least? Yeah. Just kind of be like, I'll, yeah. I'll deal with this shit later. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd probably ask a question like, uh, excuse me, what do you, would you guys do in theory if uh, somebody spit in their roommate's face multiple days in a row? Is that grounds well, for the first I don't know, day. kicking them out? This is the first day. You don't know that he's going to spit. I would ask about their code of conduct for sure because that conversation is going to have to happen and I'm going to use that information against them. Okay. So they'll go, we'll take questions at the end. I've got them written down. Okay. I'm not forgetting. <laughs> so you meet your new, like, um, basically you're all like sous chefs in training or whatever. Yeah. And you meet like the guy who's basically kind of like a chef drill sergeant. Okay. He's going to put you through all these fucking like crazy tasks and stuff. He's like, um, kind of like Gordon Ramsay, but like times 10. Okay. He's like a fucking, he's a battle axe dude. All right. He's, he's hard as nails. Yeah. His name, his name is, uh, R. Lee Hermes. And he has like you <sighs> see right. this cravat that he has, yeah. And it's the pattern is just mesmerizing. It's like the coolest pattern you've ever seen. It's very expensive. It's made out of silk. Arlie Hermes. All right. Um, is so, this by chance just a French Arlie Hermes? Yeah, basically, he All looks right. exactly like him. And he's like he sounds like him, but he's speaking in French. He's shouting at you like orders in French. That's horrifying. Yeah. So. Your first task, or your first like whatever, um, like class, I guess. Like you, you're you're gonna learn how to do something specific. Yeah. Um, basically, you're gonna learn to like, I don't know, uh, like sous vide for the first time. We're just gonna teach you the technique. All right, okay. sous vide one hundred and one. And so you're doing it, and um, uh, while you're doing it, you're like at one kind of station. Bradley Stevenson Jones is on another station. Um, and, uh, you're, the whole thing's going fine. Then all of a sudden you're like basically cooking the steak, like in a bag of its own juice or whatever. Uh, you look away for one second and that steak, like the bag just explodes. It goes everywhere. And then you turn and you see Bradley Stevenson Jones and he smiles at you. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. So what do you do? I don't know what I could do, Ben. I've tried talking to these people about it. Nobody seems to give a flying fuck. I'm being Do you try to like get him back no i'm not that kind of person okay i'm not gonna take action i'm just gonna keep complaining about it until one of us quits probably me okay so you complain yeah uh and uh arlie hermes yeah he goes in in french uh i don't need you two bitches like competing against each other or fighting against each other so what he does is he like punishes both of you out in the rain you (laughs) You have to bake a souffle out in the rain. There's two ovens set up outside. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> you both do it, and Bradley Stevenson Jones is so mad at you. Well, then stop blowing my shit up. Don't spit in my fucking face. Okay, so... Fuck you know, him. You kind of do that, 
next day you have another class. Yeah. Okay, this time you're um like blanching a you're learning how to poach an egg, like the perfect Gotcha. You know, egg poach. Okay. <laughs> Seems um, like we learn how to poach an egg before we learn how to sous vide something. Well, this is just a new a new technique. All right. This is, you've never poached an egg this way before. Okay. Okay. And then uh, all of a sudden you see this guy on the other side, on the other station next to you. He's this dude who's wearing like mirror shades. Yeah. And uh, he comes up to you and he goes, hey, man, don't worry. I got your back. I don't know what the fuck this means. Okay. Why is this happening to me? You ask him that? No, I go, don't have my back. Don't do anything. I'm not, I don't want anything to happen here. He goes, don't worry about it. Just, just stay tuned. Watch, watch what happens. I'm not watching shit. I'm going to poach this fucking egg. Okay. You're keeping your head down. You're just poaching the yeah. egg. Okay. All of a sudden, so they poach, you poach the egg. It turns out fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> You like when you're done, you have to kind of present them to Arlie or Maze. Yeah. Uh, and he like kind of tests each one of them, right? Yeah. He, uh, you know, pops everyone's poached egg to see if it's like if it's perfectly done. Yeah. He does yours. It's perfect. Yeah. He actually gives you the best grade. Hell yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, he gets to Bradley Stevenson Jones. Yeah. And he pops the egg. And then uh, the yolk that runs out is bright red, it's blood. What do you do? Nothing. I don't say a goddamn thing. Bradley Stevenson Jones fails. Good. That See fucking test. Get him out of here. No, no, no he's just he still around. They're not going to kick him out just for that. He can't hack it. Well, is that what you're thinking? No. I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to think. Now there's another What do you think during all this? I, I, there's, why the fuck are these two idiots fighting using me in the middle of it? I just want to learn how to be a goddamn cook. That's it. Okay, so um, the next day, you have another test. Does he spit in my face that morning? He spits it in your face every morning and every night. At some point, I punch him in his goddamn mouth. You do? You fight him then eventually. Absolutely. Okay. There, there will come a point where I could, I, couldn't, I could not take it any longer, and I would probably, I wouldn't, be re, I wouldn't react, but I, would, I, I plan to like hit him in the head with something heavy and hard. Okay. You know, like a vase <laughs> or a lamp really? or something. Yeah, dude. Okay. Or frying pan. Like send him to the infirmary or something? Yeah, I, I try to fuck him up. He keeps spitting in my fucking face twice a day, and nobody's doing a goddamn thing about it? Yeah. I'd probably wake up in the middle of the night and spit in his ear. I'd probably <laughs> do all kinds of weird shit to him. He'd have no idea. I Because I'd be awake in the middle yeah, of the night, yeah. and he'd be sleeping like a little baby. Okay, so you hit him in the face with a vase. Yeah. Right? And then uh, you both get punished by earlier maze. Yeah. This time, you... Um, basically have to uh in the rain you have to perfect uh mcdonald's french fries like right. le learn how to like fry fries so it tastes exactly like them okay okay um and then uh when arlie Hermes isn't looking bradley stevens and jones takes your hand and uh like dips it in the fryer for a second so it burns you really badly. I yeah. mean, you're, you manage to like pull it the fuck out. Yeah. What do you do? I'm going to assault him with something. We're in a kitchen. I'm going to beat the shit out of him with something. Okay. That, he just dunked my hand in a fucking fryer. Fuck him. Yeah. What do I have? Is, do I have like a giant cutting board I can whack him in the skull with? Yeah, sure. I mean, you've got like whatever you need to make fries. 
So you've got like potatoes. You've got uh, knives to cut the potatoes. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stab him. I don't want to stab him. You I don't want to run the. I don't want to try to kill him. I just want to knock him out. You have some pots and pans around you. Yeah, I'm gonna grab a, a big fucking cast iron. Okay. Pan. I'm gonna smoke him in the side of the head. I'm gonna hit him in the. I'm gonna hit him in the side of the face, like this. So it's not. I'm not gonna crush his skull. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna fuck his face up too. Okay, so you do that. Yeah. Early Armes turns around. He yeah. sees what you've done. That's fine. Okay, he comes up to you. He goes, "Where are those fries?" They're not done yet. My goddamn hand got He's hurry up. He screams at you, hurry up. I leave BSJ just laying there, bleeding unconscious, hopefully. And I make Arlie Hermes is screaming in your face. He's saying, get your fries done. Get your fries done. And I go and cook the goddamn fries. Okay. And you serve them up to him? Yeah. Okay. He takes a bite? Yeah. He goes, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm a good cook. Yeah. And he goes, go back to your fucking bunk. All right. Where's BSJ? He tells you to go back to your bunk. I turn around and go, fuck him. Okay. Don't spit my goddamn face twice a day. Or once a day. <laughs> or ever. Uh, okay, so you wake up. You, you go to bed. You wake yeah. up the next day. You got another test. Um, it's basically, this is the curriculum. Every single day, you're just like learning how to make something complicated. Yeah. Right. Uh, next thing you're making, I don't know. I can't think of a good one. But um, that guy who like helped you out with that blood egg. Yeah. He comes up to you and he goes, I heard what you did. You stood up for yourself. I respect that. Thanks. Yeah. And he puts his hand out. You shake it? Yeah, of course I shake it. You shake it? Okay, you like introduce yourself? Yeah. Okay. What do you say? I say, hi, I'm Aaron. Okay, he goes, cool. Uh, my name is Nate. And then I fucking knew it. At that moment, his glasses fall down. Yeah. And you see the swirls. You see these swirls yeah. in his eyes? <laughs> what do you do? I don't know. This has been the weirdest goddamn experience of my life. I just take the... I don't know. I feel like probably the stress of me murdering somebody has probably gotten to me and I'm seeing things. And then while you're thinking that, all of a yeah. sudden you just get coasted out. Yeah. You kind of astral project and you see a waterfall. Yeah. It's the most enormous waterfall you've ever seen. Yeah. It takes up your entire vision. Yeah. Entire field of vision. Okay. <laughs> and you feel at peace good you feel really calm that's good and then all of a sudden you're transported back what do you do have a small moment to myself where i just say just get through right now just get through this moment get back to your room figure out what the fuck's going on because you're losing your shit just get out of here get alone and see do you try to go back home do you quit no i try to go back to my room okay yeah. Okay. That's fine. To be continued. <laughs>